Hey, welcome. You're listening to the podcast, Dr. Apples. The fun fictional fantasy folklore about me. All about Dr. Apples. What are you doing? I'm podcasting. No, you're not. Yes. No, you're not. Yes. <laughs> no. Yes. No. Yes. No, you're not. <laughs> oh, yes, I am. No. 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 Give it. You give it. You give it. Give it. Fine. You podcast then. I'll go check on my charcoal ice cream. <laughs> Enjoy the show. Although bewildered, Dr. Apples managed to leave Eugene's home shortly after without a scene. The Simples didn't question his abrupt departure. They were content he socialized. Come back tomorrow. Miss Hardy wiped the mixture onto her dress as she grabbed the doorknob. Y'all, get your hands out of my pot. Once she closed the front door, he bolted home in a panic, spitting everything out of his mouth he could taste. If it felt like anything other than his teeth and tongue, he scraped it with his little nails. The taste of blood was welcome, anything to remove the memory from his senses. Like a madman, he darted towards his mother and began explaining what happened. He barely inhaled. He was so serious explaining what transpired. The tears began to form in his eyes when he spoke about the finger-to-nose portion. His mother didn't dare hint towards the sniffer or change her facial expression. She actually didn't hear the entire story. Dialogue began to chatter in her mind. And then she was concerned she, she may have traumatized mm, right her child. I and wonder then, if I've traumatized then, him. Her eyes were cooking, wide and brows mama. remained risen in surprise. And I ate the cake. Once his story then, was finished, then, there was a long and, then, and silent And then pause. I wanted to cry. It was awful. Dr. Apples unclenched his fists and marched to the washroom to clean himself up. She never asked him to socialize again. Dr. Apples viewed people in this world as simple. And the world kept giving him justification to this belief. Just simple. To just be in this world was too boring for him. This petulance couldn't be all there is to existing. Rhetorical ponder arose consistently in his mind from observing the locals. And imagine, they had the nerve to repopulate? (sighs) It's a waste to invade the mind with such thoughts. Ugh. This isn't all there is in existence. Just this world? There couldn't be. But where's your proof, young Dr. Apples? What makes your hasty generalization so accurate? He wanted to see firsthand what else existed beyond this world. But how? Knowledge will give you the answers you seek. Dr. Apples attended school when he was 11 years old. Back then, children of various ages would be in the same room, 30 to 50 kids with one educator. His mother educated him, but she thought learning from others would make him more well-rounded for life. School became an experience to prove his judgmental theories. He was a loner in class, often drawing while the teacher spoke about what he already knew. One afternoon, the teacher wanted the children to get familiar with each other. She told them to bring something special to show the class. He took his attention from writing. Finally. His eyes glinted. Finally, 
he would get to showcase one of his prized possessions. The children were chatty about what they were going to bring. Dr. Apples took this assignment personally. They needed to understand who he truly is beyond the wise, well-dressed, annoyed kid. The next day, he sat up straight in his chair. He made sure to pay attention to the other children's items. He was surprised at the commonalities he had with few children and how many kids had piggy banks as well. Knives. His turn. It was his time. Yes! He hid the item in his pocket until it was his turn to present. He was concerned all day it would stretch his pant pocket, but it didn't. Standing in front of the classroom, he proudly smiled and lifted his item as high as his little arms could reach. Any higher and it would have reached the ceiling. <gasps> collection of gasps made for one loud one. It sounded as if someone sucked the oxygen out of the room. The kids in the back couldn't see. The ones in the back raised their necks like groundhogs. Whispers began to follow, and then gasps came from the back randomly. Why would he bring that? Dr. Apple's hand slowly went down. It felt like forever. Ew, I can't believe His back slumped that. as he you know inhaled and blew out disappointment. The hoodoo doll slapped against his thigh. Doll? The fearful teacher was quiet and did nothing to control the judgments. It's evil. He didn't have time to explain the importance of his effigy doll, how all dolls like these aren't bad, and how this one gave him good dreams, which the other kids could also have by making one for themselves as he did. I don't like it took him all summer to make his doll, but they didn't want to understand. Elston stupid. Ignorant! You, your mama, your cousins, all of them! Hold those tears, Dr. Apples. They didn't care. They made up their minds. I don't like him. They didn't want to get to know him. He crushed a doll in his fist. His head weighed more than usual as it drooped. Dr. Apples grabbed his hat and walked out of the room to go home. No one stopped him. It didn't matter anyway. He wasn't learning anything. Once he arrived home, he told his mom what transpired. This time, she heard the entire story. Mommy, they made fun of me. She grabbed two wooden chairs and placed them across each other in the kitchen. She sat gracefully and he followed suit. The intensity in her brown eyes was something he had never seen before. Hmm. Elles sont stupides. I will teach you everything I know and more. No need to ever be sad. I'm here, Pum. He smiled. She stood up to check on the stew in the kitchen. You couldn't learn too much from them anyway. We'll start after lunch. She gave him a wink and a smile as she walked away. That day began intense lessons, discussions, and lectures on all topics Ms. Barul could phantom. Dr. Apple's desire for knowledge intensified the more he learned, and this gave him a sense of purpose. He knew he was closer to figuring out what's beyond this planet. Intellectual, emotional, and religious information became interesting topics, but he was never satiated with what he found out. I didn't know that. 
Religion no longer intrigued him after a while. He educated and applied himself in these matters, but practicing any beliefs under anyone else's terms where he didn't feel he was progressing never piqued an interest in him. He believed topics like religion were a necessary evil. Mm -hmm. He just didn't want to dance with them. Mm -mm. See, you'll soon understand that many of his actions which lead to his wealth of knowledge and his talents derive from curiosity, sheer boredom, and lack of patience. Men. Now, not to get off topic, but Dr. Apples has always been lovable in his own way. I, I mean, I can't think of any examples right now, but he's a great mix of shadow and light, in my opinion. He's wise beyond his age, even though he's old as dirt. He has a fascination with the bridge between dimensions and tends to get carried away sometimes. He's never felt like he belonged on this planet. When he is present, though, he is a charming soul indeed. And you wouldn't know it, but Dr. Apples enjoys spending time with children on the weekends. Hey, Dr. Apples. I know, right? He enjoys teaching them about metaphysical hey, protection, hey. boundaries, and canning <laughs> fruit. Great. great. Good. Good. How's your piggy bank? My piggy bank is doing fine. Thanks for asking. How about yours? Good. Remember, protection spells are very important. Oh. Finances are very important. Canning fruits are very important. Yum. When they tell him about bad dreams in the boogeyman. Dr. Apples, I had a bad dream. What? A bad dream? He tells them. I'll get into your dreams and destroy that boogeyman. <laughs> don't worry. You'll never hear from him again. And they usually don't. Yay! He gives some of the children effigy dolls that look like him to protect them while they sleep. Thanks, Dr. See? Apples. He's capable of some good. Sometimes you have to remember the good traits in people. You know, remember. Remember. Rem oh, I forgot to order his vegan cheese biscuits. Oh, he's gonna hex me. One moment. <laughs> Do I have a great job or what? Our adventure pause is here for now, but there's so much more to explore with Dr. Apples. Keep the journey alive. Click subscribe and you won't miss a beat. Visit www.dropples.com where the tale continues to unfold. See you in the next episode. Keep those apples crisp, everyone. <laughs>